This is Meg Tilton at the ACAL Life, episode number 80, The Gift of Mistakes. This is the ACAL Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast this week. I'm so glad you each are here once again. Once again, you're here listening to me on either a Monday or whatever day you catch this, and I'm so glad that you're here. I'm excited to be able to share today's podcast because I hope it's one that will teach you some really good insights into making mistakes and the purpose of making mistakes and the things that we can learn from making mistakes. And this comes from some of my own personal experience, but this is what I want you to do before you listen to this podcast, because I don't want you to make this mistake. I don't want you to make the mistake of not leaving a review for my podcast. So pause the podcast and go to your computer and write a review. It's super easy. You can go on iTunes. If it's on the app on your phone, you just scroll down to the bottom and we'll let you leave a review there. Or you can go to iTunes on your computer as well. And you can write me some really great, awesome review. And if your review is awesome, then I'll read it on the podcast. So you could be famous. You could have your 15 minutes of fame, 15 seconds of fame here on the podcast. So I'm going to read to you one that uh, somebody so kindly left and show you how easy it is. This is from Sweet Relief Baker. And she says, Megan is insightful, entertaining, and legitimately helpful. She's not afraid to challenge the norm and push you to think higher of yourself than you ever thought you could. Worth a listen to each week for sure. Thank you so much, Sweet Relief Baker. I really, really appreciate it. So that's how easy it is. You just go leave me a five-star review and you write something and then I read it here on the podcast and it helps other people find this podcast. I'm not getting paid for your reviews. I don't get anything other than this being reached to more people. And that's really the purpose of why I do this is to share these incredible tools that I have as a life coach with more people. So definitely make sure that you leave a review and you could be getting your 15 seconds of fame. All right, so I'm super excited to be able to talk to you today about mistakes. (laughs) We all cringe kind of at that word, right? Mistake, because we think it's a bad thing. But I want to be able to share with you today that it's a really good thing. And it's exactly the way it should be. So when I was on my mission in Korea, I served in Seoul, South Korea. I corresponded regularly with a friend who was serving her mission in Argentina. And I started to notice a trend in our letters. Sometimes I would get a letter where she would talk about a lesson she had recently learned, say on forgiveness or how to experience true joy. And I would have one of two reactions. I would either think, oh yeah, I learned that like three months ago, (laughs) or I would react with, I haven't learned that one yet. I'm sure it's coming soon. And sure enough, 
I would end up learning the same lesson my friend talked about a few months down the road. I always tell people that a mission is like a mini life. The Lord only has 18 months or two years to teach really valuable lessons, so they come quick and they come furious. So recently in my life now, you know, almost over 20 years after my mission, I have felt like I am back on my mission in the sense that I have had a lot of experiences surrounding mistakes, either my own mistakes or others. In church discussions and conversations with family and friends, and especially in parenting, we talk a lot about the fact that we make mistakes, but we don't take it a step further. We don't talk about what to do when we do make mistakes or what steps we need to take to minimize the damage to those who may have been affected by what we've done. And we especially don't talk about how to cope so that our mistakes don't hijack our thoughts and send them spiraling out of control. Two weeks ago, I got up early to put the finishing touches on my podcast for the week. I uploaded it, I shared it with all of you on my social media pages, and I was feeling pretty proud that it was done and out there for the world to hear. I went about my morning getting my kids ready for school and out the door. Now, as I got back in my car after dropping my two little ones off at preschool, I looked at my phone and saw that a friend had texted me. This is what she wrote, quote, I'm listening to your podcast today. Did you realize you posted without editing? I totally hesitated in messaging you because it may have been intentional, but it sounded like you had planned to edit, like you were repeating yourself to correct, talking to Miller, etc. And at the end, it's just you saying, oh my freaking heck. So I'm kind of now thinking it was not intentional, end quote. Um, she would be very correct in her assessment of the situation. What became very clear very quickly is that I had accidentally uploaded the unedited version of the episode by mistake. I'm not going to lie. My heart started to race a bit and I had a brief moment of panic. I looked at my hosting site for the podcast and realized that 35 people had downloaded it already. I quickly switched the podcast from public to private and began my drive home. Now here is where the first lesson I want to teach you kicked in. As I drove home, I knew I could sit there and fight the embarrassment I was feeling, or I could simply lean into it. My natural reaction was to fight it. But everything I try and teach you, everything I work with my clients on, and everything that I'm working on personally told me to lean into it, and that is what I did. I just let myself be embarrassed. It is embarrassing to essentially air your dirty laundry to the world. I felt the feeling of embarrassment, and I just let it sit with me for a few minutes. All too often, you may think you shouldn't feel a certain way, so you fight it. It is when you fight your emotions that they often become stronger and more intense than if you had just let them come and be in the moment. The next time you are angry, frustrated, or embarrassed, just welcome the feeling and sit with it. Chances are it will pass in a few minutes and you will be able to move forward in a productive manner. While allowing the emotion and sitting 
with it are essential. The second step I want to talk to you about is imperative. You need to make sure you don't add unnecessary emotions to an already highly charged emotional state. While I sat with the emotion of embarrassment, I made sure that was the only emotion I focused on. I didn't start layering on tons of unnecessary emotions to go along with it. Emotions like worthlessness, inadequacy, resentment, and being a victim to my circumstances. I steered away from feelings of being inferior and judgmental to myself and to others. Now, this whole podcast mistake came on the heels of us losing our dog. And while we aren't sure exactly what happened and how he died, there were some mistakes made. But that situation taught me the importance of not layering unnecessary emotions of blame, withdrawal, and isolation. Taking this step of not layering emotions is a conscious one. And in both situations, the one where I uploaded the wrong podcast and in the death of our dog, I drew the line as to where I was not willing to let my thoughts go because I knew the resulting emotions would only make the situations worse. So stick with the initial emotions and don't layer. By embracing the emotion of embarrassment and not layering, I was quickly able to move on to forgiveness of myself. I realized that making this kind of mistake was bound to happen at some point and was simply a process of being human. In fact, the plan of happiness God has set up for us is one where he knew it would be laden with mistakes. It was designed to be that way. So many have been quoted as saying, Christ did not atone for us if we make mistakes, but for when we make mistakes. One of the defining characteristics that I just love about God is that he is never shocked, surprised, or worried about the choices and subsequent mistakes we each make. God is never looking down over all of us, pulling his hair out as he says something to the effect of, why are they doing this? Why are they making so many mistakes? I believe he comes to each new day saying something like, Let's see how the humans do their humanness today, and then let's see if they want my help to do better. Our imperfections, shortcomings, and mistakes are a given to him. He's much more concerned with what we do after mistakes have been made than the fact that we make them in the first place. But what do you do when your humanness and mistakes affect others? While this mistake on my podcast didn't really hurt anyone, my friend was not the only one who told me of my mishap. I got an email from another listener, and a few days later, well after I had uploaded the correct version of the podcast, a friend told me the old one was still on her channel. Those were just the people who were kind enough to say something. Many may have heard it and thought that it was no big deal, and others may have heard it and thought it was terrible and not professional. But here's the big take-home for today. What others think of me and the mistakes I make is none of my business. When mistakes are made, you need to do all you can to make it right again but people are still going to have their opinions and thoughts about you that honestly you can't do anything about. 
What people think about you is their business, not yours. Maybe some people will stop listening to my podcast because of this one episode. That's okay. That's their decision. I made a mistake. I corrected it as best as I could, and now I'm moving on. If life experience has taught me anything, it's that when we make mistakes and allow ourselves to be vulnerable and take ownership for them, true connection happens. So for that, you're welcome. Meg Tilton is not perfect. I'm just like you. I hope if anything, you love me just a little bit more because I shared my humanness and owned up to my mistake. It's definitely not the first and it won't be the last. Now, lastly, the gift of time is such a healer when it comes to mistakes. Sometimes you just need to be patient and give yourself some distance between you and the incident. I look back over my life and so many things I have done that were mistakes or embarrassing become humorous with the filter of time. They become small hills in the distant past instead of towering looming mountains. Our emotionally wounded egos are just like a fresh cut. They bleed and hurt for a few days and while they will always leave a scar, the pain and gravity of the initial cut fades away. I want you to go out after life and know that you will make mistakes. I want you to embrace them and expect them. Instead of layering yourself with blame, self-loathing, and pain, start handing out heaping doses of grace, forgiveness, and understanding. I want you to embrace your humanness 100% and humanness will always be laden with mistakes. All right, everybody, I hope those tips help you. I hope if you have made mistakes in your past or the for the mistakes that you will make in your future that you can use some of these tips and really apply them in your life so that you can learn from your mistakes and move on and just keep going despite them. All right, I hope you have an amazing mistake-filled week. Have a good one, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.